0: Welcome to the Leadership Exposé podcast. This podcast is for purpose-driven leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership to level up their business and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. Business and boardroom topics, trends, innovation, transformation, and the intersection with leadership is the focus. We enable success. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. In this edition i'm delighted to host tracy monday a global solutions executive at a global firm tracy holds multiple roles and is in the forefront of enabling entrepreneurs and tech innovators whilst bringing the topic of diversity front and center we'll hear more about tracy her journey and her areas of focus tracy welcome how are you doing today
1: uh thank you for having me yeah i'm doing good the sun's shining i'm i'm a happy person today
0: for december um having had snow the last couple of weeks or week or so (laughs) having sunshine is a blessing isn't it
1: Uh, we have literally gone from minus five to plus 13 in the space of two days so it's quite bizarre weather we're having but it is what it is
0: yeah wonderful (laughs) um tracy i know i mean just before we started the podcast we uh we're exchanging where we are based. Or I, think, I think we did, but, um, you know, we're both based in the UK, but keen for you to maybe share where you're based in, in the UK for our, for the benefit of our listeners.
1: Yeah, I'm based in Staffordshire. So for those that don't know, I'm sort of equidistant from pretty much every coastal line anywhere in the country. So I'm smack bang centre in the middle of the United Kingdom. So I'm now just over an hour... South of uh, Manchester and an hour north of Birmingham.
0: Excellent, Tracy. We're keen to hear about you. So, tell us a little bit more about your journey, Tracy. You know your personal journey, your professional journey. You've you've navigated through several careers and to business domains. The intersections of that personal and professional journey. Tell us briefly about that.
1: I think my journey. I'd like to say I, I set out at the beginning when I was seven and decided I wanted to be this and I wanted to be in tech, but I didn't, in fairness. I, I'm the product of an army family. My father moved around a lot. Uh, I spent most of my early lives. In fact, until 21, I'd only lived in the UK about two years. Um, so so I had that diversity of people and cultures from a very early age, and and I decided that I wanted to come back to the UK at the age of 21 to to see what it was like to live in England because I I had no concept of really what it was like to grow up and live in England even though I was English and so I took a one-way ticket and £100 and a suitcase and flew into London. Um, would I do it now? Probably not because it was a little bit on the, uh, the stupid side I would have thought because I had no plans, I had no, my nearest relative was 450 miles away um, but I decided that I wanted to live in London and I wanted to Get a job, and I did. And in those days, it was people stood on the edge of the tube stations, hanging out magazines with jobs that you could go and apply for. So I started out as um, in a marketing agency, looking at um, marketing activities, and, and I just loved the whole concept of London and working in London. Got a job then in a tech company again in marketing, and absolutely loved it. That company was Wang, and obviously it didn't survive, but it gave a lot of people a good grounding. And I then went to work with a Wang dealership. Um, and and they gave me a job saying, well, oh, we don't have any marketing, but we'll show you how to sell. And that's when I really fell in love with the industry, I think. do I Am I a real avid tech person? Not at all. In fact, I'm one of the least techie people you'll ever meet. And actually, most people I say, well, how can you be in this industry for 32 years and not be tech? Because it's very, 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 very clever techie people that are tech i'm not i look at the relationships the money the problems and i look at that which is why sales suits me and the ratio two ears to a mouth was for a reason and i and i just love selling and i've evolved over the time and the years in the different roles i've had um i set up a company with my husband some years back now to do media and marketing for small SMEs and um, that couldn't afford the big expenses of somebody the big guys but had a great value and had innovation and can do innovation could turn things around and could be quick and, and added some value but didn't have the capability or the cost to bid on some of the big contracts and to do some of that so that's why i set up a, a media company with my husband to help smaller businesses there and at the same time i got involved with the tech trailblazers which is a, an awards program for startups tech startups as well and it was recognizing the different types of tech from all over the world and the benefits they have so i love tech if it if it makes my life easier if it brings benefit to somebody i'm not into tech for the sake of tech <laughs> because i don't think that adds value and i think the t- the speed at which tech changes you're always learning and that's why i love being in sales and in technology because you're always learning there's always something new to learn you, the, the day never stands still every day is definitely a learning day um, and I've really enjoyed my time and I've diversified into to management and into operations, but my love and my one passion is obviously sales. And so recently I moved back into a, a global sales role because this is where I want to be. This is what I enjoy doing. And I've also recognized at at my age that actually you need to enjoy work to really do work well. And that's, that's why I moved back into sales from management.
0: Amazing. Tracy, you know, as I was just uh, hearing your journey, I was, you know, some of the takeaways that I that I, I was uh, listening to there was um, your agility and your passion, your agility to drive through different domains. But obviously, it's from a younger age, about living in different countries and then coming to the UK when you're 21. Um, but your agility to navigate through those different, different roles and your aspiration to be entrepreneurial as well. Um, is it safe to say then that you're more gravitated towards sales, but then bringing life of that technology and that innovation around sales?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's one of those things... Uh... I love people. I think the people interaction, You, you. I love to be in a room with people that I think are far cleverer than I am because I'm always amazed by how clever people are. Um, and I do like sales. And I, unfortunately, I don't think there's enough female sales. in. And that's when I got into the diversity thing because I went to an event uh, about seven or eight years ago and there were very, very, And all my life there's been very few women in the room, but you, you sort of get used to that. Growing up in the army and the military, you tend not to notice that division. Um, and I'm seeing it in my my younger, my teenage children now. They don't see the gender division. But in, in business and, and through my life, I have seen that division. And I want to, I'm caught between, I want to do, do the right things to promote diversity. But at the same time, I don't want to positively discriminate against people because I want people to think I'm here because I, I earned the right to be here. And I think a lot of women do the same. And things are changing. And I know a lot of people have had a really tough time getting to where they are there is not enough people in in sales. There's certainly not enough women in sales um, because it's seen as a still seen as a male dominated industry when it shouldn't be, because actually the relationship side of sales is 100% better fitting, I think, into my type of personality.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and are are there things that you're doing currently in that space to bring women in tech or bring women up to the forefront? I know there's so many initiatives around, but how are you plugging into, in, into those initiatives to to help women in tech?
1: I joined the uh, Women's Global Mentoring Programme about a year ago now to help women there. I also do stuff in schools um, to promote girls getting into tech because they also think at a young age, it's the educational system needs to change. They need to show girls that, young girls and boys that tech is not all about coding being in the tech industry you can be an accountant you can be a marketing person you can be a salesperson and actually sales is a profession it's a proper profession and if you do it right you do it well i'm thinking a lot of people think sales is easy just rock up have a few conversations with people and you take an order that's not reality of real sales i mean it does happen but rarely happens so it's a profession and you've got to work at making that profession right so i work with young girls I work with some schools. I also am on the Global Mentoring Programme and I'd like to think that I give as, as much time as I can to people within the workplace to, to help them out as well. So whether it's it's gender or I don't care, I just think sales is a right place for anybody to be and it's a good place for girls to be right now. So I, I do what I can to make sure I help out. There is lots of initiatives going around. There is lots of positive. Um, I know that that where i work at the moment they're very positive about getting the right resources into the right places and promoting and you know encouraging I'm, I'm more of positive encouragement than positive discrimination so positively encouraging girls to go into this field rather than discriminating for them
0: yeah yeah no that's a uh, very very noble and uh, tracy you know you're a leader in your own right are there any stories or experiences that you can share that come to your mind um, you know, as as a time when you are an entrepreneur or even now as an intrapreneur, as a leader, um, that has resulted in a highly positive outcome.
1: Yeah, I mean, a long, long, long time ago, I um, I was in a, a meeting room and there was a lot of people around the table. Uh, and I was the only female because obviously there weren't that many salespeople back then. And a, a, a gentleman came in and, and didn't know me was from a a client or a vendor side thing and asked me if I was taking the minutes because I was the only girl in the room. The answer was, no, I'm not. If you want to take minutes, take your own. And I think that really, that's, that's when the penny dropped for me that there is this, automatic maybe an unconscious bias by people uh, yeah. based on the gender of somebody that you're if you're the female in the room you, you must be the secretary or the pa or the ea well, well why would that be when i i know people that are male who are far better eas and chief of staffs than than some of the, the women i've worked with so it's that unconscious bias i think um, made me stop a little bit I think because I've never really stopped to think I can't do something Mm -hmm. um I've just done it Uh, I've never really asked questions I've never asked permission to do stuff obviously don't break the law but um it's about going and just doing and having confidence to do stuff and I think when you see that discrimination for yourself you suddenly realize how it can knock people's self-confidence now it can and and it can you can feel that there's a glass ceiling but I think a lot of it is a mindset as well women it's not about calling out um, how unfair the world is because the pendulum has definitely uh, swifted to to the right now and there's a lot of positive work and positive efforts going on for women but i think it's just a case of just go and do it just yeah. have confidence and it's a confidence thing a lot of time i think with women it's have confidence you can do this job and that you're the right person to don't wait you're perfect because nobody's ever perfect i learn stuff every single day i come up with people that i go wow how clever are they yeah. um I'm, you never get to the point that you're good enough or the best at it so just go for it
0: yeah i'm, I'm hearing to take charge and go for it (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i think we spend too long trying to justify reasons i think women like to analyze capabilities a lot and that is just a natural it's an it's it's gender it's just how you are it's how it's how you've been brought up from years and years and years i'm not saying ignore all of that but i'm saying just try not to justify why you can't do something or why you're not the right person for something if you want to do something just go and do it and if you fail you fail learn from what you failed on and then start again and go again yeah you, I mean, know, you know you learn more, far more for the things you get wrong than the things you get right anyway so yeah
0: does it matter? yeah it's it's so so interesting i was actually um in a panel discussion a couple of weeks ago and um, um i was speaking with uh with with this other individual um panelist eleanor and she was basically saying about excellence in the same way you know we're taught at a young age to be Excellent in everything that we do, but yet the world is moving so quickly. So just go ahead and execute, experiment. Just, just go ahead and do it.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, course, that's what tech innovation correct. is.
0: Yeah, that's
1: exactly what tech Try something. It doesn't work. Try something different. It doesn't work. Try something different. We and the speed in which we um, innovate now is accelerated beyond anybody's expectations. So why should we use the, the this industry? It's endemic. It's part of its yeah. DNA to yeah. to keep moving forward, to keep trialing and to get something wrong and go again and get something wrong again. So as people in this industry, we yeah. should do exactly the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nobody,
1: uh, yeah. Everybody fails in life, but I actually, the, the more you go for it, the less you fail. Cause if you have the confidence to go for it, you have the confidence to execute Like to your point, let's just execute.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and the work that you're doing through that mentorship I can I can only imagine how that's actually benefiting um, those individuals through these types of uh, wisdom that you would be imparting. So well done on you, Tracy, on that.
1: I think everybody has a duty to help everybody out, whatever their gender, whatever their background, and it's not just about gender. It's it's a whole diversity of people from backgrounds. And um, like I said, my teenage daughter doesn't see the divide between male and female in the and her whole generation see the way i want to make sure that our generation doesn't put our prejudice on them because we've moved the pendulum so far forward yes it, the world is still not fair but the world will never be fair fair mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. don't allow it to make you a victim yeah
0: yeah absolutely. and
1: i think everybody needs to think in the positive you can be a victim or you can be successful
0: yeah absolutely um so you know, we are now, when we look at the uh, the economy and when we look at, um, you know, our, our current situation where, you know, we've come out of a hardcore pandemic, we're still kind of in that, in and out a version of it. We are in the, um, uh, you know, we're we experiencing economic shocks. Uh, what, what's your experience or what are you seeing as challenges in you know businesses whether it's small medium or or established businesses um that you feel um you know are impacting business leaders and how they're making certain types of decisions
1: i think that's quite an interesting one because there was a there were a number of things that i see at the moment going on the market there's obviously trying to do more for less Mm -hmm. um there is a big push now to be sustainable but also be more competitive and um, so you've got the two sides of the coin here yes sustainability is a great thing to do and it does get you but there's a cost associated deploying that to get that competitive edge as a result of sustainability and I think it's getting the right people people for me at the moment is the biggest challenge getting the right qualifications for people and there's, there's been a lot of push here in the UK about university and everything but I'm I'm very much more Um, I I wish we'd do more apprenticeships. I wish we'd do more just taking people on with the right capabilities because you can train anybody to do something, but they've got to have the right attitude. And I think we need to think differently about the way we employ people Um, because I think the benefit of employing people with the right attitude that was willing to learn, the people that first employed me, I had no understanding whatsoever of marketing or of sales and I had no qualifications in those areas either. I later did my own qualifications because I wanted to at least say I had a bit of paper so that I could. But they took a chance on me and i think we're now at a competitive place where you've got to start taking chances on people because you don't break the cycle of the old ways of doing things if you don't bring people in a completely different
0: yeah yeah absolutely it's it's true and it's it's finding that balance as well i think um so, so so tell us i mean like what what are some of the important topics or trends aside from some of the things that you've just mentioned here Uh, that you feel impact again business leaders who make decisions or boards or executive teams or even companies or some areas that they need to focus on aside from some of that people aspect
1: Um, obviously um, sustainability is a a big issue for everybody that everywhere you look there, there are signs that if we don't change the way we behave and and they change the way we consume things because we became a very consumer throwaway society yeah. where you know you can fly anywhere we're global so you can fly anywhere in the world and in, in the way you used to take a bus or a train before um, I think sustainability is a really big issue I think it's about doing it because you want to do it not because you're ticking a box for the competitiveness and I think it needs to start at the top of for, uh, within organisations if. Sustainability is in your DNA, then it's in your DNA. Don't play lip service to it, do it properly. Mm. I think the other thing is um, our ability to transact and... At the moment, it, we, there's a very I see a lot of this inward looking now in terms of organizations. Let's look in, let's look in because of all the challenges externally. and um protectionism almost coming into the way we're doing business, which is which is completely at odds to the way that we the last ten years, fifteen years have gone is where it's we've more globalized. We've opened up markets, and now we're coming back down into. so I do think this. the challenge is getting the balance right between um homegrown and then invested externally. Um, and I think that that is going to continue to challenge businesses for for a number of years. You look at a lot of the startup communities are now looking at how they can work with the big organisations, but not lose their identity. Yeah. Because the big organisations can't innovate at the same speed. They have the funds, but they don't have the agility because of their own governance.
0: Yeah. So I'm um, you know I'm I'm taking away a couple of things here. One in terms of priorities for executives, whether it's in established companies or even with um with smaller companies um sustainability one big item the second item is talent or people and focusing on people yeah 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 i I, I think
1: so Um, everywhere i look though there is this like i say there's some amazing people that are really willing to help but we're getting getting to an age a lot of the old um capabilities and the people that have been doing it for a long time this sounds really old and now near in nearing their end of life and we want to encourage the young to come in and not to look at tech in as just games tech mm-hmm. and everything it does is it, the stuff it does in healthcare the wearables and all the stuff that's going on there the the, the forefront in in making things better and making things more deliverable locally I think, especially in healthcare, which I've seen a phenomenal change in attitude in, in the amount of innovation gone into healthcare in the last three to five years has been phenomenal. And yeah. I think that's going to continue. So it, it is about the right talent and it is about empowering people to think they've got, the, they can just go and do something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Let's talk a little bit more about you, Tracy. What, what does a day in the life of uh, Tracy look like? Morning to evening or Monday to Friday <laughs> or Monday to Sunday? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I think in tech, it's no such thing as a nine to five anymore. And certainly yeah. sales has never been nine to five because obviously you need to meet people and they've got day jobs in. So I think as a as a mum of three kids, that's always been a challenge to be able to balance, do my job and obviously still being a mum as well. Um a day typically I get up anywhere between five and five thirty um and, and get stuff done, get everything prepped and stuff in the morning. Coming out of the pandemic is much better because otherwise I spent my entire life on different, you know, video platforms going from call to call to call to call and where where you would have just had a quick 10 minute chat at the coffee machine, it now becomes a half an hour formal meeting with somebody. Um, So I think now that we're getting back into the office, I like that office interaction. I think that's good. I think the younger generation would like that as well. So I spend a lot of my time on phones and on video conferences, um, but I'm now getting out and about more to see people and, and start to interact with people in their working environments, which I think is really good. I travel, obviously, living in the Midlands, where I do. Yeah. I have to travel wherever I go, um, because either London or abroad, so it doesn't matter. So there is a degree of travel, but I get to meet a lot of really good people, yeah. and that and that's the best thing about this job, I think, you get to meet some really amazing people
0: amazing amazing and um what's the next big business or personal adventure for you or or or, are you already in it
1: (laughs) i think i'm i'm in it now um well i'm in this one for now i think we're obviously going to continue working on the media company with my husband for the small companies because i think there's we're going back to where everybody moved to big cities for industrialization we're more more going back to little local village industries where people can work from home and and Tech has enabled that as well. So I'm um, going to do some more. We're going to evolve what we're doing there. But I'm getting more and more involved with some of the tech communities. And I want to continue working with the um, the women in tech because and the women mentoring program. Because I think that's really, really important to give back something. Because I've been fortunate in my time. I've had people that I've looked up to who have been really good and have mentored me just because that's who they are. And I, so I want to give a little bit back to that. So it's, it's a little bit more of the same. But new still because it'll be new people, there'll be new technologies, there'll be new companies that we'll be looking at. So, um, just doing what I, I love doing, really. And I'm, I know that I'm very lucky to be able to say that I do a job that I actually love to do.
0: Excellent, Tracy. We're coming to a close very shortly here. Any closing messages or a challenge to other? Leaders, people, or any even secrets that you would like to share with us um, that makes people that makes you successful um, that you'd like to share here.
1: Uh, I would the one couple of things really. If you're if you're a sales leader, employ more women, encourage more women to go into sales because they're quite feisty, and the dynamic that that comes into a team when there's a woman in it is very much different than an all male dynamic. It's actually more competitive because women are really, really competitive. You think men are competitive. You want to get a room full of women. Um, we're just as competitive. So I think that is something that I share. But also from women in, in any industry, but particularly in our industry, uh, don't let the world make you a victim. If you want to do something, just go and do it. Don't ask for permission, obviously, within the boundaries of your role and, your, and your, what you're supposed to be doing, but just do it. Have the confidence to go and do something to create and forge your own direction of travel
0: excellent tracy thank you so much for uh, uh, for your insights for that challenge uh, and words of wisdom as well um, and thanks very much for making the time today
1: no, thanks for having me it's been been lovely
0: wonderful okay folks thanks so much for listening in and stay tuned for our next episode on a podcast with a leader who specializes in uh, digital innovation uh, with open banking stay tuned until next time Hey, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You're now seeing this part of the video also because you consume some of my content, insights and teachings. Maybe you've been to my LinkedIn page or website or seen other social media ads or listen to my podcast. I'm Stephen Paul, a business and transformational executive coach, strategic advisor, leader and board member. I've been in diverse roles, corporate executive, entrepreneur, and worked with businesses and firms of all sizes, built and launched businesses, created high impact boards, and so forth in four continents. I get it, I've been there, done that, but what is different is I bring a unique perspective and a playbook. I've helped 100 plus business leaders just like you to scale and align their leadership top teams the board and overall business for growth. Leaders like Ivana from medium-sized company in the EU who grew 150% and expanded globally in under five months. After she started to work with me over facilitated sessions in an initial three days, I helped fine-tune their strategy and align their leadership team and board to be a cohesive driving force to achieve their dreams and outcomes. I want to teach you the same thing and more on how to scale and align your leadership team and board so you can increase your business growth and value. Get clarity on what is the next right strategy for you. There are multiple ways we can work with you. Number one, click the link for a free non-obligatory 60-minute initial strategic session. Let's get a feel for your dreams, your vision, your challenges and let me convert that into a route map for you where we can co-develop and co-pilot. Number two, enroll in an innovative and intuitive digital online course that I have curated, created to help you transform. It's called Unshakeable Resilience. It is the ultimate program for individuals and business leaders like you who want to be equipped at a personal and professional level to respond to any form of challenges or in crisis situations and take on opportunities with grit, resilience and build a mindset of success. In essence, you want to be unshakable, thrive in crisis, take on opportunities in the face of adversity and build a success mindset. So click the link below to learn more on how I can personally help you individually and your firm to scale and align your leadership team and business and pivot in a transformational way. And for you to experience this, whatever the challenge you're facing, get in touch with me. Let's discuss and I will share my insight rapidly to enable your transformation. Click the links below.